What happens when you decide that you are ready to take your life to the next level? I'm here to tell you your path to success will not be a straight or quick timeline. It will ask of you to shed your old story, build your emotional intelligence, and put down the story of struggle once and for all to bring your visions to life. This is the unedited audio doc narrated by me, Nina Hayes, providing real life examples and lessons to help you on your journey of becoming elite. So if you're ready, let's go. Hey, Lee, welcome back to today's podcast episode. This is part four of a five-part series. So if you have not already done so, make sure you listen to the three episodes before this one so you can really get some context on what we're talking about. We are diving into human design and this series is for the manifestors. It's called For the Manifestors. In episode one, we talked about how to inform using your actual strategy type, which is to inform and initiate. In the second one, we talked about projections and we talk about how your profile line can reflect to you just how other people can perceive you on the outside and how you also perceive yourself on the inside. And we talked about how it is important to understand those projections so that you don't take those on and end up shrinking or living your life small. And then in the third part, we talked about your inner authority. And how understanding your inner authority is super important when making decisions. Highly, highly, highly recommend that you listen to those because whether you're a manifester or not, understanding your different sections of human design can help you to really take your life to the next level. Even though human design is not like widespread right now, what is going to happen as we continue to move forward, I would say in the next five to 10 years, is that human design will begin to be in schools because we can no longer move with this hive mind group mentality um, way about living. And it's going to be really important to look at each person individually so each person is able to comprehend and build a life that they're able to live without needing someone to tell them every single step of the way. And I'm so excited for today's episode because all of this is going to make sense for today. Today, we're going into your not self theme. And the not self theme, I would say, is so important because it helps you to understand what you truly need to move away from and what you truly need to move towards. And there are so many people that don't leverage the not self theme because we like to skip over it and say, oh, well, if you're feeling this type of emotion, then that means that you're not yourself. But it's way deeper than that. And if you're a person who only understands emotions at a very superficial level, like you only understand, well, I'm sad, well, I'm mad, well, I'm upset. No, there are so many emotions. And if you don't fully understand what your not self theme emotion is, then you could be missing out on so many amazing things in your life because you've never fully dived in and learned what that emotion of their not self theme means to you. So today we're definitely going to go into that. Now, before we begin, I want to go ahead and let you know about the ways to work with me. Okay, we are moving into the end of the year Super excited because this time last year, my life was totally different. And it's so amazing to me because every single year, 
I'm literally living proof that in 12 months, your life can completely change. And me understanding my not self theme actually was the thing that helped me to make this year's change. So that's going to be exciting as we get into that. But listen, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. If you follow my Instagram, you know that I keep everything super like black and white, super clear cut. I don't do all the fluff. I'm not about to make a whole bunch of content to try to, you know, entertain and persuade you. Like, you know, if you're called to work with me, okay? If you love the podcast, you love all the episodes and you're like, you know what? I really want to take my life to the next level. I want to get out of poverty mindset. I want to get out of middle-class mindset. I want to build a life where I am confident and can move forward. Well, that program is Becoming Elite. So just like the podcast, this program was created to help you dive deeper into yourself. We have two tests, the human design test, the Ikigai purpose test. It's also 12 weeks of really diving in and figuring out who you are, accepting that you no longer want to have mediocrity and going to your next level. The different modules help you to understand the obstacles that come up as well as you choose to move Um, towards different things and if you're a chosen one or if you are a black sheep or if you identify as those things or you identify as someone who's breaking generational curses this 12-week program guides you along that way okay and I absolutely understand because I am that for my community and my family and so this 12-week program literally is you focusing on you and you being able to get yourself in a position of power personal power so that you can build whatever building your career, building your business, build your family life, but so that you make decisions in power. So if you want to be a part of that program, it is 555. The program will go up. Okay. So make sure you just DM me on Instagram, becoming elite, and I will get you that link. As far as my program that helps you to create a digital service, that program is called Authority. That program is so good. In four weeks, it shows you how to build out a digital service. If you are physically working and providing a service to people, or if you physically work somewhere and you are being paid to do something, you are being paid to do a skill. I'm talking to my project managers. I'm talking to, you know, um, whatever job you do, people are paying for that on the outside of your career. Okay, so you creating a digital service can help you to have global reach and it can help you to really build your own personal power so that you get paid to exist. There's a paywall in order for people to work specifically with you and that requires you to step out and put yourself out there naturally, of course. But the same way that you put yourself out there, put your resume out there to go and work at a job or the same way that you promote your business online, this shows you how to build your personal power along with making content that sells, along with um, really creating an overview and curriculum that is specific to you. Okay, I'm not going to teach you how to do what I do. I'm going to teach you how to do it for yourself. All right, so that program is a four-week program. It is currently um, on pre-sale. And those of you that have heard different episodes where I talked about Black Friday, yes, Black Friday, it will be 1500 And that will be the final day that you will be able to access it for that rate. The program will be $3,000. If you want to get into that program and build an additional stream of income for yourself that you create one time or you create twice and it becomes passive, I would love to work with you. Just come over to Instagram, DM me authority, and we will get started. As far as private coaching, I only have one position that is available right now. 
Of course, by the time you listen to this, that position may be gone, but that is completely my list for 2023 and 2024. So if you have any intent to work with me in the next six to 12 months, highly recommend that you come over to Instagram and just send me coaching and I will get you started. All right. So let's go ahead and get into today's podcast episode. All right. So the not self theme, right? When it comes to the not self theme, for a manifester, the not self theme is anger. Okay. And I used to believe that anger was not a viable emotion to move on. Okay. I used to think if something makes you angry, it doesn't mean that you have to throw in the towel and you have to move on. It means that you have to figure out what in you is angry and you need to change your perspective on it and just get it done. And that came from just childhood and just constantly having to do things against my will. And when I say against my will, I mean, you know, if I didn't want to watch my siblings or if I didn't want to clean the house or if I if I wanted to just rest or if I um, didn't want to go somewhere it was always come on we're going or do do as you're told or you know it was that type of parenting where my parents were very traditional okay they didn't listen to their children and in time I realized that I had a voice, but I chose not to use it. And so even if something made me upset, I would just be like, nope, I'm fine. And I built this habit to be like, you know what? My emotions doesn't matter to anyone else. No one cares what I'm saying anyway. So I'm just going to keep it to myself and keep it pushing. And it really became toxic because... When you're a person that grows up with that type of environment where you're, the parents believe that children are not to be seen or heard, basically. Like, go clean a dish, go find something to do, but I don't want to see you, I don't want to hear you, go ahead and do something else. I really found solace in literature. I found solace in reading books. I found solace in music I found solace in being to myself and if you're a person who you know you experienced you know um where your parents actually got to know you or got to listen to you or got to have conversations with you or you know you really had a great relationship with your parents growing up that is an amazing and beautiful thing to have but I think that when you are um, a manifestor specifically, and I've seen this with a lot of different manifestors that I know, their parents, it's almost like their parents knew that their children were powerful and they chose subconsciously to move them into this box of like, don't be too much, right? But then it's like, don't be too little because you know, you need to get good grades. You need to be so good that you fly under the radar. You need to just get your hundred, 
get all A's, make sure everything is clean. You need to make sure everything is good to go. I don't want to have to call you. I don't want to have to come up to the school. I don't want to have to have any issues with you. You need to make sure everything is well, right? And in that type of situation, it's almost like the Cinderella complex, okay? Um, You just stay in the basement, you keep the house clean, and there's no problems. But if there is a problem, then you're going to be berated for the problem, even if no one explained to you how to fix it. And this led to so much repressed anger because being someone who in both of my households, in my father's household and my mother's household, was the oldest child, I constantly had to figure things out. And I never had the privilege to not know something. I always had to be the one to be like, I'm not going to ask anyone else how to do it. I'm just going to figure it out because the expectation is, well, she knows how to do it. Fast forward to adult life, that becomes a ticking time bomb because you become an adult and you're like, okay, I'm expecting that all adults can figure things out. And when you're a person that can figure things out, At first, it's natural. You figure things out. You help people. But when people understand that you are this free-flowing resource of assistance, they literally will continue to come over. It's almost like, I know 50 Cent talked about this in his book, where it's the concept of, you know, if if the ATM has money free-flowing out of it, people are going to continue to go until the bank figures out there's a problem with the ATM and people are stealing. And that is how I realized in my life that things were going. I was always the person that would pull out my car and cover the tab. I was always the person that people were like, oh, you know, we need you to figure this out because you just know how to figure it out all the time. And I realized that I had become so used to being around liabilities that when I fully needed people to show up as assets, they weren't able to do that. There's been plenty of rooms that I put people in and they don't even leverage the rooms. There's been plenty of times where I've taken people into spaces where there have been multi-multi-millionaires and they literally choose to go run off and hide in the bathroom or whatever the case may be. There have been plenty of times where I have just been so open to allowing people to experience a better life, better experience, better things. And again, it's like the concept of the bank. You just go in and and you take, take, take. But where are the deposits that are happening here, right? And so in understanding that, all of that combined became this ticking time bomb. I'm just going to keep saying the ticking time bomb until I realized that that was anger. Now, I really want you to sit with this because you might be a person that has realized that there are some situations in life that you can't change, right? You know that you can't control what's going on. You can't control anybody outside of yourself. But you found a way to make sure that things don't affect you Or you found a way to say, well, that's not my problem. That's them. But you keep them around. And you found a way to 
live in limitations. I'll say that. You found a way to just be okay with whatever the group consensus is. And even though it angers you, and even though you can see the train about to wreck, you continue to just deal with it. And you're sitting in anger. You may not feel it right now, but you are sitting in anger because you feel that it's time for a change. Yet you're not willing to make the change and then you're not willing to walk away from it. And I realized, once I realized that that was anger, it didn't show up as me saying, oh, I'm angry. It showed up as when situations would happen that I would literally have pain in my body. My heart would ache, literally. My chest would break out. So if you notice any breakouts on your chest that's related to your heart. And anger in Chinese medicine is actually correlated to the liver. So I realized that I was having pain in my liver to the point where when I would drink wine or anything like that, I would have this dull pain. And... It just became where I started changing my habits, where I stopped drinking. I was like, I'm just going to drink a bunch of water. I'm not going to drink sodas. I'm not going to drink wine. And to me, it was, let me just fix that pain so I don't feel it again. But it was not getting to the root of the pain. When I got to the root of the pain... Through therapy, of course, highly recommend you do therapy because it's good to like get out of your own head. You've gotten your life to where it is now. And if you don't like it, you're going to need to get support. You're going to need to get help. You're going to need to get around people who are better than you. And I know that may sound harsh, but you don't grow by staying around people that do the same thing as you. And you definitely don't grow around people that you feel are your peers. You've got to get around people that there's a level of respect where you know, okay, this person is a boss and I need, if I want to be a boss, I need to get around them, but I need to be respectful, okay? We'll talk about that in another episode, but you just want to get around people that you respect, okay? In understanding that that was the anger and that that's how it was showing up in my body, I realized that the reason I joined or the reason I got into my last industry was because of that repressed anger. I actually realized that the reason that I have been so committed to the hospitality industry my entire life is because of repressed anger. I hated the way that people would treat other people that didn't mesh to their bottom line. I hated the way that everything was so transactional and I hated the way that people literally were so engulfed into making money fast. And I hated it because if you're really trying to make money fast, you don't do that by making the money 
two to five times harder to get. And so the service industry is one of those places where people feel like they have to overwork themselves in order to be deemed valuable. In any industry, when you notice that people are giving or serving to you, nine times out of 10, they're either transactional because they're doing it for the tip or they're doing it because of some repressed anger. Like they know what it feels like to not be taken care of. So they take care of other people or they know what it feels like to not have um, someone that truly cares for them on that type of context, whatever their career is. And so they became that change. When I noticed that about myself and I started shifting away from that and I started learning my value and I started explaining to other people about how important it was for them to understand their value, I didn't understand how I would actually become the villain. Okay. And you may notice that about yourself. When you decide that you are done living life on a small level and you fully commit to going to your next season, however that may look, when you surrender, when you choose to get around different conversations, there are going to be some people that don't like that. And it's because it's not because you are the one that is going and taking the opportunity, even though that may trigger them. It's because they're not choosing to go and get their opportunity and move their life to the next level. And so you represent that realization for them. Right. We talked about the projections. And so your not self theme is almost like that second check engine light. Because you're able to be like, okay, this is not good for me. You're really living a passive aggressive life because you want to grow, but you're choosing not to fully live out loud. Because if you do, you would further piss off the people that are around you instead of simply cutting those people off and saying, no love lost, but I need to move on for me. And if you want to come, the door is open. If not, hey, I understand, but I have to do this for me. And we've been taught for so long that it's important that we be a part of a group that we, and I'm talking to my manifestors because most manifestors are lone wolves. And we are that way because we've dealt with a lot of trauma when it comes to people. We have grown up, most of us, and I'm saying this from knowing manifestors and being one, okay? I don't care what anyone that looks at a chart may say or who looks at gates and channels may say. As a manifester, when I look at my life and I look at the assumptions and I look at the opportunities for people to show up for me, I have never truly experienced a moment where people actually truly showed up fully for me. And I'm saying that as an entrepreneur who has a business, who has sold multi-millions, I'm saying this as a person who has, yes, built a business. But what I mean is in my own life of people knowing me, People who don't come to me for what they can learn from me, right? I'm not talking about a business tip. I'm talking about in my personal life, when it comes to people I have allowed close to me, I have noticed that they have not been able to fully show up for me. And 
it was entirely my fault because I never allowed them the opportunity to fully show up because every time I noticed that they were weak, I kicked in. I stepped up. I pulled out the card. I was helping them. I was giving cards. I was giving rent. I was helping them because that's just who I am. I don't look at a dollar amount when it comes to helping the ones that I love. But I have to also realize that the ones I love doesn't mean they love me in that same capacity. They may love me, but they may not love me at the same capacity and intensity that I do. They have a limit somewhere. Some do, right? And so when I realized that about myself, at first it was lonely. Then I became angry. And then when I got to the root of that anger, I realized that I was in the way. And it stemmed from childhood to where, again, I had to be the person to figure it out. I didn't have the privilege of not knowing. I had to figure things out. And so for other people, I never gave them the opportunity to figure it out because I just had to always figure it out. And as I understood those things, right, my not self theme became glaringly loud. When it came to being in my industry of self-care, I started noticing that my hangups and the things that pissed me off. You know, I hated that people were showing vaginas online and I hated that people were um, discounting themselves. You know, it's like they they're saying that they need to make more money, but at the same time, they turn around and they throw up these discounts and now they're working two to 10 times harder for the money that they say they need. And I just didn't understand why it had became so glorified to discount or, you know, to hustle. And it's like, this is self-care this is serving other people this is relaxing like you have to be able to sit firmly in what you do and if your client is stressed and you're stressed then who's the one that's actually leading the relaxation like it just didn't make sense to me so when I decided to move into the educational realm and I noticed that the ones who were learning from me were losing respect from me not because they weren't in a position of the foundations, but because in being in a position of the foundations, it almost pisses you off to really see just how far away you are from the life that you desire. And that right there, of course, in the next episode, I'm going to go over how I handled walking away from this situation. But the first part was my not self thing. When I understood that my not self thing was anger and I understood that I was living in this repressed state of anger, I was living in this moment of, well, I can't say anything or, you know, I can communicate, but people are upset. Or when I realized that I was not having people show up for me. Right. When I realized that I was paying people who couldn't show up on time or I was, you know, paying people who weren't treating my business the way that it should have been treated in excellence. When I realized that people weren't sure footed in themselves. So 
naturally they were halfway in with me, it really made me realize that when you don't speak out about the things that anger you, you only hurt yourself. And I want you to understand that if there's something in your life that you don't like, and maybe through your childhood, you've learned to deal with it, or you've learned that you're supposed to just get over it. As you grow and as you fully build out your life, somewhere along the line, you're going to realize that this is your life. And one of your greatest lessons is going to be how you transmute those situations. One of the greatest things I've heard in therapy was that what if your purpose in life is not to do something, but it's to know why you did it. And ever since then, it brought that not self theme to fruition because so many people were like, well, how could you walk away from your school? And I'm giving you the real because a lot of people will give you the highlight reel, but I'm telling you, it was extremely difficult to walk away from the school that I spent so many years praying for. But it was the best decision I could have made because the true power lies in a person who can fully move on when they realize that there's nothing else they can do there. See, all of the disrespect and the slander and the the humiliation that came after closing my school was simply a part two of the disrespect and slander that was there during the time that it was open. This doesn't just happen, right? You don't just be inspired by someone and go to their school and then the next minute, now they're the worst person alive. Now they've had to walk away from a business and now they're the most horrible person ever. That's not how it happens, right? But unfortunately, when other people don't know themselves, right, and they're living in their not self, which is anger or whatever it could be for your type. But when you see a bunch of people that are so angry and throwing daggers and and really just going in on a situation or person, it really makes you look at the fact of The person who really has the power is the person who moves on in peace. And not many people think like that because they don't understand all these parts of this human design that I'm telling you about. But really think about it. Every person that has ever spoken negatively about you, nine times out of 10, you were great to that person. And you gave them many, many chances. And you communicated and you actually had growth during your relationship with that person because you forced yourself to look at yourself to figure out how can I best be on my end so that this works out, right? And you you may have even been vulnerable and transparent to say, hey, um, these are some things that I'm noticing and I really want to work them out. And I understand you're going through things. I'm going through this. I really want to, you know, work things out. 
But at the end of the day, that person still painted this picture as if you were the worst person ever. And you may have felt like weak or you felt as if, why am I going through this? Or you may have felt that repressed anger kick in because you're like, this makes no sense. How could somebody do this to me? And then you might have wanted to go tit for tat, right? You might have wanted to be petty. But when you fully sit back in your actual theme, your self theme, which for manifestors is peace, when you're at peace with a situation, ask yourself, does this feel odd to me? Ask yourself that. Whatever your self-theme is, I want you to ask yourself, does that feel odd to you? Because nine times out of 10, that is not going to kick in until it is less than favorable. Anybody can be at peace when they're making money. Anybody can be at peace when it seems like everything is amazing, when you're taking the pictures and when you're moving on. But when you're in that moment of your not self theme and you're seeing your anger, realize how reverse it is for you. See, when I had that business, I realized that my anger was getting greater and greater. And anger for me is not me lashing out, acting crazy, going tit for tat. I'm matured beyond that. It's not, that's not anger to me. Anger to me is that tightness in my chest when I know that something is not right. And I know that what is being presented to me is not what's really happening. That tightness in my chest that I feel when someone is lying to me, that tightness in my chest when I realize that I'm being used. See, those are all pieces of anger because those things take you back to a time when you were betrayed before or when someone used you before or when someone lied to you before. That tightness you feel in your chest or that headache you get when you feel like you're replaying a scenario and in your mind you're saying, why is this happening to me again? That's anger to me. Anger is not loud for me and you got to figure out what anger means to you or your not self-theme what is it and figure out what that means for you because on the flip side my self-theme which is peace for manifestors our self-theme is peace when I get to that moment of peace even if all hell is breaking loose there's fire all around everything is burning and I'm moving into that position as a phoenix about to rise, I'm at peace because I know I did everything in my power to get everything on board. I know that I've said everything I needed to say. I know that I've communicated. I know that I've, you know, put whatever needed to be put for things to happen, provided opportunities, provided many chances. And when I realized that this is less about me doing more and it's more about that other side needing to come up and match the level or do what they said they were going to do then now I can walk away in peace because I matter as well for many manifestors we don't believe we matter until we mature and we learn ourselves and we say I do matter and when you move into that position, knowing that you do matter and that there are people out here who want to love you the way that you love, 
who want to be around you, who want to be assets and not liabilities. When you get around people like that and you start to see that, at first it will feel weird because you've always been the person that had to come through. But when you allow other people to come through for you and you sit in that silence and you don't sabotage it, right? If someone's trying to take you to dinner or someone's trying to give you, you know, something, you don't say, oh, no, you shouldn't have. No, when you actually sit with that and you say thank you so much and you just sit in the feeling of peace, you open yourself up to so many amazing opportunities. But you also sit firmly knowing that when things don't go the way that you expected them to go or when situations are less than favorable or if you, depending on your profile type, if your reputation is affected, especially if you're a five type, I totally get it. We have to be careful because people can see us as a savior. So we have to be firm to let people know, hey, I'm a human as well. I'm not here to save you. I've just been a person that has had to figure it out all the time. When you fully understand yourself, you can get ahead of it. And so when you communicate and you let people know and you actually have to distance yourself from those people, maybe they do get upset because deep down inside, they really wanted to be around you. If you cut off a friend or you cut off a relationship and that person goes on a smear campaign, maybe they're not a narcissist. Maybe they really wanted to be around you. Maybe they really, really cared. And instead of them showing that, Maybe they didn't know how to show it. And so when you had to let them go and when you had to move on, yes, it was painful for you, but maybe for them, instead of them being able to communicate that, maybe that does look like them tearing you down. Now, I'm not validating what they do. I'm just saying that when you start to understand yourself and you start to understand that where you want to be in life requires that you be unapologetic about putting yourself in alignment, then you understand that you're going to shift other people's lives. When you've been the main um, contributor for a lot of people and you say enough is enough, you're going to shift their life. Right? But in that moment of understanding what you're not self-themed, feels to you in the moment of your anger when someone else comes in and begins to shift or try to shift things for you or try to manipulate or whatever the case may be I don't know your situation just whatever it is right whatever may come up that is bringing up that repressed anger for you you won't match other people to what they believe you should do. Case in point, a lot of people felt that I should have spoken about the school or felt that I should have um, did a tell-all and explain everything that happened. However, silence is my response. Now, yes, I share my lessons in this podcast, but the reason silence is my response is because the people that were key in the situation, I communicated before, during, and after. And when I realized that people are not 
there to understand what I'm saying. There's no need for me to keep talking. This is why I want you to understand that your power lies in being able to move on and move towards the things that are aligned for you. If you continue to spend your time harping on things that are not aligned for you, you're going to continue to sit in that not self theme. That not self theme is going to show you every time where you need to move away from. And it is not until situations are less than favorable is when those emotions come up and you can fully dive in and handle them. Okay. So important you get this. This is so good. Like I'm t- this right here. This right here when you when you come in coaching with me and we go over something like this, 9 times out of 10, all the issues you have or the reason that you freeze is because of that tightness you feel in your chest because you're afraid to move forward. When you start to push through that, you get better and better and better. You get faster and faster and faster at shifting that. I will always realign myself back into moments of peace. I will always realign myself back into moments of peace. I will always realign myself back into moments where I'm celebrated, back into moments where I am loved, back into moments where people are equally reciprocating to me. This is why I removed my links. If you're a manifester, we talked about how to inform, right? Take your links off of your site. Like only put one or two links. Maybe a link, like I have a link to my podcast and a link to my email list. Just put one or two links for people to get more information. If people want to work with you, have them reach out to you. Why? Because how can you in how can you initiate with people that only want to be informed? Think about it. Some people only want to be informed. They only want to listen to your free stuff. They only want to read your free stuff. They only want to sit there and watch you. They don't want to initiate with you. Why are you initiating with people that only want to inform? Wait till they reach out to you so they can initiate, right? We talked about that in episode one, right? And then with the projections, don't worry about what people may think. You're a manifester. You're a trailblazer. You're meant to initiate. You're meant to, honestly, you're meant to trigger people. Because you're visionary. So when you're moving forward, trust and believe, it may take people a year, three years, five years. But when they see that you fully understand the art of the pivot, when they understand that you're going to continue to move, when they understand your personal power is going to continue to increase, eventually they either get on board or they choose not to take the opportunity for themselves. And then making those decisions in authority, which we talked about in the third um, part, when you understand how to make your decisions... Now you can move in peace, right? Because you fully have used your authority to make those decisions. Do you see how human design can help take away that drama? Like a lot of the drama that people have around making decisions, around taking their life to the next level, the reason it takes them 10, 20, 30, 50 years is because they have spent so much time with the group think and the hive mind of following the herd that when they see someone who leads the way for themselves and shows other people how to lead the way for themselves it's it's almost like no that's too that's too different and that's too odd how dare you try to teach me how to better myself and think for myself right so you got to understand 
that in this moment, if you feel yourself in anger, you feel yourself upset because you're like, why is my industry doing the hard way? Or why is this person choosing the hard way? Or why are these people being liabilities? Whatever the case may be, whatever the question is, when you understand that you got to check yourself first and you understand that not self-theme, do you understand that that warning sign that's telling you to move, the faster you move out the way, the better your life will be. The longer you take, the longer you take, the worse it gets. So listen, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. This was a little bit different because um, the not self theme, getting those emotions and, and really understanding how it applies to you um, is something that you really got to think about. But my prayer for you is that you do take as much time as you need every single day to give time to God and to also give time to learning yourself. The sooner you learn who you are and the sooner you become more comfortable with taking yourself to excellence instead of choosing whatever comfort level that someone else says you should be fine at, You'll take off the timeline and you'll take off the highlight reel from everyone else. And you actually build an amazing life for yourself. And it won't be based on money. It'll be based on waking up with the sovereignty and with the freedom to live your life and take it to the next level. So whatever you do, just keep becoming elite.